0: You're now tuned into the Fully Booked Podcast with Mace, French and Pox. Enjoy the listen. You go? Tell me you go? Oh, my inner. Philly Marshall say the most difficult men to fall and I think we touched we have touched upon a couple so we, we briefly t- talked about the scriptwriter whilst Hayley was still with us and I think we, we brought up The Invisible Man but running back into chronological order chapter five um, the man in charge so just to give the uh, listeners out there um, a brief summary of what the man in charge is what he entails the man in charge is intolerant toward people and situations he cannot control French, if you describe yourself as a man in charge?
1: At times, yeah, I can be. Yeah. 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 Why and how? Because I like to, um, as you said, I guess control the situation and be in control of the situation.
0: What? What do you? Why do you think you
1: have that in you? What makes you feel like that? Why don't you want to just let loose and not be in control? I've I've just always kind of I'm not to say been rigid yeah. in, in my growing up, but I was always kind of in a disciplined environment. So, and does that follow through? That kind so, of... So, you know, sorry,
0: some people, they might be... A lot of people speak about them being in that disciplined environment at home, but as soon as they left the house, it's almost a sense of freedom or breaking free. I Did you not have that? that? No,
1: because I was, I was given enough freedom to go and do what I was doing anyway. So yeah. I was never one of those, get locked up and as soon as you, as you said, come out, you're going crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, I was always... Um, given a boundary to go past and if I respected that boundary I was then allowed to to push that boundary further not to say literally push it but I was given more leeway so I was doing a lot of things like from early mm-hmm. do you know what I mean so it was never a case of art oh, like, it's time for me to go mm-hmm. nuts and go crazy so yeah I guess being in being raised in a disciplined um, environment I'm always going to want to have that being in charge, making sure I know everything that's going and on. And does does that being in charge follow through to the relationships you've been in? To yeah. Being in control? Yeah, to be honest with you, I am, yeah, I do get this statement mm-hmm. a lot, it's either your way or nothing, kind of thing. Really? Yeah, like it's always, it's one rule for you and another rule for me, kind of thing. And I try to not enforce that, And I because obviously as you grow, you, you get feedback and you try to listen to the feedback you mm-hmm. have. So I don't try and say it's one thing for me and another for you. But being in the house, it was almost like, okay, um, you can say your piece, but this is what it's gonna be. Mm-hmm. So I can you can express your opinion, but the decision's already been made, so to speak. And that's how I was kind of I was raised, I guess. Cool. So it does affect how I am in relationships. So what Dr.
0: Bethany Marshall says in that chapter and actually throughout the book, is that if the person you're with is that man in charge. Sorry, and what I should have mentioned is that with all these different types of um, characters, for lack of a better word, that she describes or types of men in relationships that she describes if they if if they're willing to change um it's no longer classed as a deal breaker or it can be the relationship can be worked out if they're not willing to change what Dr Bethany Marshall is saying is that these women should be categorizing these things as deal breakers so the sorry the man in charge if he's not willing to accommodate um the thoughts and and the fact that the the person he's in relationship with is' not um the person he's in a relationship is not happy and wants him to change, but he's not willing to embrace that, that should be a deal-breaker to that female. Pox, what's your
2: experience of being in charge? The there's, there's definitely no... There's, <laughs> there's, there's, there's no um, there's no stories of Andrew being in charge. Um, now, what I was going to say is... Um, You're like, the dominant in, force now. No, nah, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I'm not going to say I'm the dominant force, so that's never, ever been the case, actually. No, nah, it's never been... No, I don't want to say it's never been the case, but... Um, so I'm tepid. No, nah, I don't think I'm tepid. I just... It's, it tends to be a bit more balanced, if I'm honest. Um, but I think, as you were talking about, you're talking about home life and all that type of stuff. Mm. Like, and I was thinking about my parents, and the first thing that came to mind is actually was my dad. The type of person was the man that was in charge, and to an extent, yes, he probably was that type of person. But then I looked back and I thought to myself, although there, although there was um, love in the house, um, love in the household, mm-hmm. there was definitely um, personality clashes in regards to my mother wouldn't allow. Like there to be a man, dare I say, an authoritarian, dare I say, and I think that's probably led to maybe some of the personality traits that I ca- I kind of carry. So I mean, obviously, he so says the man in charge. There is always a power struggle and rarely a dialogue. I don't think I'm that type of person where. Um, there needs to be a power struggle I'd always like to have a conversation in regards to if there's a disagreement in any way shape or form um, do you do simple negotiations or do simple negotiations turn into power struggles obviously just covered that um, but an example was you tell him I'm going to a friend's house he says you should have told me earlier these are things that like, I'm not this from the book yeah these yeah. are things I'm definitely not getting into dispute over as I mentioned before I'm very very simple if you want to go chill with your friends mm. by all means go chill with your friends unless mm. there was something like really really important to me that I wanted to do at the time mm. That we discussed before, yeah. and then you said you're going to your friends. Then that might be something Condition. which I yeah. yeah. But yeah. like other than that, like it's minor. i have got really a problem with that. And there's other things in there. I was a bit surprised that men would stoop to this type of level. I was a bit surprised men do this in general. But men who check women's emails.
1: Oh, I was going to get yeah, there.
2: Um, men. So did you want to touch on the point? No, no. Go ahead. Okay, close. cool. Yeah. And men who insist on being in the know as to important aspects of your life or their life. Again, like. Obviously, I want to know more, but I'm not going to insist on you. In time, hopefully, you'll tell me these things. If you want to be with me, then hopefully, in time, you'll tell me these stuff.
0: That's the thing. See what you're saying about men who check women's emails and then and so on. and you want to go to a friend? You should have told me earlier. You can't and hinting that you can't go. There's a difference between a man in charge and 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 a
2: psychopath. I, you know, I said these yeah. type of guys need it's to be binned. Yeah. They
1: need to be binned. Yeah. This is a lot of the book, though. I think it's. A lot of these archetypes are extremes or... Because, mm. as I said, I don't know any... Many I'm so guys glad you said that. are in this book. Like, from a circle that I know that's around me, that's close to me. I don't mm. really know anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of going back to a few of the points um stories, I think in Chantel's story. Is that in that same chapter? Same chapter. Yeah, yeah. It's the same chapter. Just remar- can you remember what Chantel's story is about? Well, when Chantel met Owen, her life was in disarray. She had just graduated from college, was living in a small apartment, had not yet found a job and was struggling to pay her bills Uh, like a hero. Owen souped in and rescued her. Now, the point that I've highlighted is that um, Owen struggled with the fear that Chantel was irresponsible. This was never articulated overtly, but when Chantel pressed snooze on her alarm, Owen anxiously awakened her so that she would not be late. When Chantel went shopping, Owen, Owen asked for her receipts so that he could log them into a spreadsheet upon which he traced all of her expenditures. Now, I'm not going to lie, my first thought was, he sounds like a disciplined person. <laughs> you know what I'm thinking? Unless he's, doing, unless
2: he's doing her taxes,
1: he doesn't need them no, receipts. No, no, no. no but, go on, go on, go on. He sounds yeah. like a dis- disciplined person. If he wants you to both succeed and prosper together, yeah. you're going to pull <laughs> each other up and be stringent. And that's where... You'll both get there with the help. Could so. Owen
0: be a substitute for French? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> you no, f- bro. No, that's uh, not. Uh, but he—he—he uh, he, he sounds like a disciplined guy that wants them to both flourish. By
0: the man in charge, need to change, bro. Mm-hmm. I'm in between the both of you. See how you reacted, P. Yeah, and where you were like, go spend your money. Where you do? I'm in between the both of you because if my if if if, if what's her name? Caroline? Carol.
1: Chantel.
0: Yeah, Chantel. If Chantel, if he knows from a long time Chantel's bad with finances or mm. she she's regularly late, him not making her press snooze or waking her up, that is not a bad thing. That's my no. no point. That is not a bad thing. That that one example, if it was just him saying get up or not allowing to spend mm. stoves, he's looking out for your best interest. Yeah. And also, we don't know the backdrop. Perhaps she's been bad with finances. She goes out and does mad shopping on credit card. If he's then checking receipts... He actually is looking out for you and he's trying to so I'm and he he's try and what you. he's trying that. to make sure you don't go into debt overdraft the next minute you can't get a mortgage together.
2: So That's I'm that. thinking of tones. So like the tone I had, obviously I think we not that we read it differently, but we looked at it as Oh, Chantel, let me, look, not Chantel, let me get your receipts, blah, But I'm thinking, like, yo, Chantel, pass them receipts now. Nah? <laughs> like, that's what I'm thinking. Oh, like,
1: random receipts. Oh, you better get up. Like, so you got work. You know no, what I mean? I, so, no, I didn't view it as that. I saw that as being supportive. Like, yeah. I, I genuinely saw it as being supportive. Like, you, when someone, if you're um, pressing the snooze button, I know that you need to be up, so I'm gonna be like, okay. Cool, babe. You need to get up. Like mm-hmm. it's it's that time. We need to rock and roll. Like it's it's a, it's not a. I'm chastising you. y'all, get up. Like get out of the house. You know what I mean. It's a. Let's rock and roll. Like I'm I'm disciplined. I want you to be. Not, not to say you have to be as disciplined, but. Those sort of traits like not hitting the snooze button is gonna impact you in the later in, later and in, in the day or whatever it may be or you can get that opportunity. So I viewed it definitely in a. If it's from
2: your point of view, I, it's a question I, I of perspective, agree. really. Yeah, isn't Perspective, because yeah. I looked at it as different. Like, yo, Shan, Chantel, <laughs> <laughs> what's in them bags? Well, I'm the baby. <laughs> no. Wait up for me and there. <laughs> what's in them bags? <laughs> um,
1: I yeah, I guess. Did you have another point to
2: make? Yeah, I don't know. Like it was, it might be a little bit enclosing, so I don't know if you wanna.
1: Um, I think there was another another one, but again, it's just just notes that I've picked up. So one of the warning signs is he gets frustrated if you follow the serviceman's advice while purchasing your tyres. You can't believe you didn't call him first and he reminds you that he won't be there to pick up the pieces when rubber starts flying all over the road. That's just ridiculous. <laughs> that's just ridiculous. Yeah, that's... Some, some of these examples were not the best. That's what I mean, that's, that's definitely a warning sign. <clears throat> <laughs> if that's the case, you know what I mean? But, again, I don't know any of these kind of people that, that kind of bug out for some...
2: Yeah, so I mean my last point on the man in charge, yeah, is my last point was I think this was I think this was a text anyway. The man in charge is so afraid of being dominated, he cannot be spontaneous or be responsive. Tell this man what to do and he'll feel emasculated or angry. Um, and I think I am the point, there's so many examples in the chapter of this type of behaviour. Obviously we looked at it from two different perspectives, yeah. obviously we just discussed. Mm-hmm. Um, but the question I had was, is it that women see the very best or potential in guys and then overcompensate with it? As in, um, okay, so we'll look at the example we had, um, whereas I feel um, the guy was being a bit authoritarian. Yeah. as in, uh, give me the receipts. But mm-hmm. at the same time, she's with him, and she sees the very, the very best in him. So she may feel he's, I can't think of a personality trait, but there might be something she really likes about him. Mm-hmm. And she will counterbalance that, or balance that with
1: yeah.
2: with what we've just said, really, and think, you know what, but he might do this, but he's really good at this and that and the third, and mm-hmm. end up yeah, the kind yeah, of same yeah. with Yeah, him. that happens for sure. Yeah. I do think that happens for sure.
0: Like, just in discussions I have with people around me who might complain about their partner, but then on the flip side, they know that the partner is really good with this, with X or Y. Yeah. So actually, with Z, I can let that slide for the time being. Yeah. Yeah, it's
1: so what you're willing to kind of,
0: not to say put up it's a with... It's deal breakers. Yeah, it's yeah. what is a deal-breaker and what's not. Yeah. It's whether or not that thing is... It, it might be annoying or a nuisance, but is it a deal-breaker where I want to leave this person and leave this life?
2: It's crazy, because I had a passenger yesterday. It was... Uh, Two, three, four in the morning. Mm. She got in the car and she was like, she didn't want to tell me, but she really wanted to tell me, but she was like, oh, I don't want to agitate you. Just tell me. <laughs> like, so um, she was like, I think th- close to 40 years of age. I think she was seeing someone approximately roughly the same age. Mm. Said the guy who, uh, she said they were both doing very well. Didn't know at the time, but no, that I wouldn't have guessed it. Yeah, I wouldn't have guessed it, actually. But said they're both doing very well. Said um, her partner is currently in Dubai with, I think, two of their kids. But this guy's got a couple of baby mothers, let's say. Or, yeah. Mm. yeah anyway, it has got a couple of um, partners or ex-partners with children mm. with him. And she said one of them, um, to, which he, to which he had a child with, is absolutely crazy to the point where she's followed her to her work and all that type of stuff to the point it's put her safety at risk. Mm. And she said it's like... Really impacting her life to the point where she's thinking about breaking up with him, but she's not too sure. Um, But she says she loves him so much that she doesn't, Mm -hmm. like, yeah, she can't bring herself to kind of break up with him, Um, which kind of like kind of maybe validates the point which I was talking about. Sounds like she needs a conversation with Dr. Bethany Marshall. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I think she'll put her straight anyway. Although I'm sure (laughs) if everyone listened to Dr. Bethany Marshall, there probably wouldn't be anyone left in a relationship. Yeah, literally. (coughs) <coughs> Did you have any more questions on that chapter? No, no, chapel? the next thing I had was really on uh, Man Without form. Man Without form. Uh, do you
1: know what? Yeah. What, and again, <coughs> I guess we can leave it to the book review, but whilst we're going through it, some mm. of the points that the, the, the doctor makes is very general sweeping statements, such very, as... Yeah. Perhaps his parents have subjected him to unwanted or overwhelming situations during childhood, such as, alcoholism, such as alcoholism, traumatic events, constant verbal directions, chip rules, and so on. Now, this is what a man in charge is experiencing as a child, apparently. Like, all men that, are, that have those similar traits, this is their childhood. And it goes on in each chapter, and it kind of defines all... Does a sweeping statement of if you're if this if this particular man is this in this certain way, then their upbringing must have been X Y Z, which again is so. It's amazing,
2: not to as I said, not to review it as such, but like when I read, so obviously I had two different like um, two different conflicting opinions uh, when I first started, and kind of as I was finishing and. I was going to do one of them, oh, yeah. Two different conflicting opinions. And it made me think, I was in two different state of mind when I read, like, when I had my first opinion and when I sent my second opinion. So I'd love to know kind of, like, where she was maybe in her
1: life. I get an impression that she'd been Um, been hurt a lot from a lot of different guys. Mm. Then she started talking to other women that have also been hurt and it was almost like, okay, now I'm just going to lay it all down and say there's these kind of men and they've all been through do you know what I mean it's almost like from a personal experience but not writing it's such a personal
0: experience I get the impression she's been hurt a lot she's actually met a guy she's happy with now but she walks all over that guy Bro, that, that oh, that's that, what I, I can see. That's that what really. I, I can see. see I can see that, scenario. and yeah. he's mad supportive of all this kind of hmm. all this kind of artwork and this book that mm. she's put out. Pox, just so you say, you read it from two different perspectives because this. I think I don't know if it was the first or second time you came back beaming to me in French, but hmm. I can. I can really see, I can really see. <laughs> <laughs> I know what women want. Oh, here we go. about like Mel
2: Gibson? Yeah, here right. we go, here we go. Yeah, yeah. Here we I, go. Know
0: what, I know where she's coming from. No, but guys, you really <laughs> no. don't know. I'm the main guy. No, I can didn't be say the that. relationship I didn't say
2: that. You need to watch Inception. <laughs> no, I didn't say <laughs> You'll understand what I'm saying. you say that. I didn't say all um, that. I said, no, I'm not saying I didn't say all that. Oh, I, but the, uh, the tones <coughs> are very much exaggerated um, so what I was going to say because now clearly I have to explain myself obviously a little bit more or certainly in a bit more depth is when I first read it I wasn't talking to anyone I wasn't seeing anyone and the second time I was kind of talking to someone at a time and maybe my my, um, my yeah blinkers but I was going to say my eyes were a bit rose tinted I think the, the phrase, Roast, rose tinted so I had a different no, I'm just. To, I get
1: it, bro. I'm
2: laughing at his expression. What? So, um, yeah, um, so I think I had two different. Yeah, so I had two different views. Yeah. Um. So, what was your, um, you had, so what was your question? I want to answer it properly. Was it from me? No, I just said that your oh, perspective. Yeah, yeah, it was just the fact that you had a different
0: perspective. <laughs> <laughs> and the fact you kind of like all of a sudden saw the book completely. No, nah, I mean I think Obviously, I'm kind of
2: Bethany Marshall. It wasn't a case. No, and I, I do not marry you. No, 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 Bethany no, no. no. I don't. I don't know where it was in the book, in spe- specific specifically. Yeah. But my thoughts were, and we kind of touched on it a little bit um today, um to which um Haley kind of agreed with some of your points. Yeah. I was going to interject, but obviously I wanted things to continue and to flow as well. But mm. I just feel personally, um. Again, I think men and men and women obviously we, we look at things obviously different. We look at things differently. I think in that, I think once we've generally got the girl as such, I'm not mm-hmm. saying that we don't feel the need to kind of advance the relationship, but we feel we've we've accomplished, dare I say, for lack of a better phrase, we've kind of accomplished a goal and we kind of move on to different things. Very similar to it in our careers, once we, once we've accomplished things, we move on. We don't tend to enjoy the process, which I think women I'm going to say want to enjoy the process. So it might be a case of okay, um, the, the the aim might be. Um, being together for a year whereas a man will probably go through the duration of being with her for a year but the woman would want to enjoy the process in terms of wanting to get to wanting to get the guy wanting to um, get to know the guy obviously a little bit better and, and it might be things physically in terms of going out on dates doing this and then doing that in the third whereas obviously I know you discussing and using you as an example you are talking about how you wanted to work on your business and obviously you needed support and so on and so forth yeah. whereas I just feel I don't know, I just feel... I don't. I almost said that one was out of touch there, I say, in terms of just wanting to open up ourselves maybe to women for them to get to know us a little bit better. They were just my views, personally.
1: OK. Didn't sound like that the first time, but...
2: It sounds exactly like that. No, that's my personal opinion anyway. I mean, in watching Inception, as you mentioned before. No, but what? uh, Yeah, go, go. No, in watching Inception, I was going to go back to traveling, but I didn't want to do that. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So we're traveling. All right. So no. So (laughs) I (laughs) going to do Avliv. All right. So listen. When, when I've been traveling, I know this has been said <laughs> on many different occasions. There's been times where it's by the pool, a campfire, late at night, over a cold beverage. Is this American I've, pie? No, it's not. <laughs> it's real life. The we have <laughs> had amazing conversation. All right? We've amazing conversation. <laughs> don't tell me you had marshmallows over the No, no, no. We, d- we don't do marshmallows. <laughs> don't do marshmallows. All right? So it had amazing... <laughs> conversation.
1: called s'mores or something. No, nah,
2: <laughs> no. Nah, we don't do s'mores. All right? I love marshmallows, but we don't do... Well, same thing, really. Yeah. Anyway, so... Um, had an amazing conversation. To the point sometimes you think to yourself, actually, this would be amazing with someone who I was actually with. Mm. The depth in which you're actually having a conversation. Mm. Linking back to Inception, at that very end, yeah. if you're looking at Leonardo DiCaprio and you're looking at his partner, I don't know who she was or what her name was. was yeah. all right The the depth to their love, I thought was... I want to say incredible, all right? I, I, I don't know if you're all going to laugh, but it was incredible. And... I think I, it's
0: more his love to her. Because I don't actually... You don't get her perspective. Yeah, a little bit, but it's not
2: as much as he's into her. Like, no, because I think, yeah, you're right. I yeah. mean, it's from the view that we got from yeah, the film anyway. Yeah. So the point I'm making is, in order to get to that point of loving someone or get to that depth in loving someone, you've actually got to spend a lot of time with them. And I think us as men, I mean, at this moment in time, we've got, personally, we've got a lot of things going on. All right, obviously, I, I know we're probably not going to share them on air, but we're constantly thinking about those, thing in, th- those things in particular, rather than spending time with our significant other, because we feel that is a, a hindrance or is going to prevent us from moving on, whether it's with our careers or the things that we want to go on and achieve. There, That's just pretty much my point, if I'm honest.
1: Yeah, sweet, man, huh? cool. Uh, are we gonna move on to the next
0: chapter. Yeah, so um, chapter six in the book is about the man without fault. So he's the man without fault is number three or five, who Dr. Bethany Marshall um, describes as the worst um, type of men. So the man without fault believes he is more important than everyone else. He cannot self reflect and rarely takes responsibilities for his actions and feelings. And earlier on, when
1: Pete, I, mean not Pete I was just, French, yeah. I was just gonna say, you explained what 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 the man without fault is like, mm. but then, and I I didn't want to actually cut you off. That's fine. But it's because I'm actually looking at it now. Yeah. It goes on to say how he became that way, and it says. Break it down, yeah. That's yeah, break it down. When you begin to wonder how he came to be this way, you might discover that his caretakers we de were devaluing and critical. As a reaction to how small they made him feel, he defensively took flight into imagining that he was flawless and above reproach as an adult. Apparently. Mm. Apparently. But again, this is another sweeping statement of how this person has become the man without... What is it? Without fault. (laughs) Without fault. Yeah, because I know for a fact my missus would put me in this
0: category all day long mm. if she's read I've told her I've actually not banned her but I've said don't read this book actually I I,
2: I I see why she yeah. would say that why? Um, so I think you look for excuses as to why not, like, no that's not um, I'm just saying not excuses excuses are very wrong Um, <laughs> it's a very strong strong statement I think you find reason as to why something it, actually I going to use the word excuse actually because there's reason in excuses so I think uh, you find maybe an excuse as to why something is like the way it is anyway let me move on Sounds very judgmental. That's no, fine. Um, I thought like what I'm really being judgmental here follow like quickly let me I, skip away I have no fault so your opinion doesn't matter <laughs> <laughs> alright um,
0: no it's cool did you have any um, any questions because I know you um, made quite a few notes on this chapter
2: yeah I did so um, statement and then from there there's a part of yeah. the story so yeah. the um, the man without fault the inability to self-reflect underscores almost every personality style that leads to a deal breaker and in almost every chapter you will hear echoes of the same theme I just described the capacity to self-reflect is important is important because healthy relationships are flexible which I like to believe is true A Man a Fault I felt this was a good story um, Sophia's story of becoming a successful professional and mother balancing the two because this is realistic because this is realistic in today's society of women now being breadwin- breadwinners and it affecting men but away from that he having a business and it unfortunately declining after previous success men Not that women don't have a lot of pressures away from being the breadwinner in the relationship with, which is another part. When that Jenga piece is removed and all things come clattering down, men can be men can be fragile and we can become fragile in an instant. And where his wife comes in is that he wants, he wants, sorry, where his wife comes in is that he just wants and needs a little bit of love. I'm not justifying his behavior. A little bit of love. He wanted sex every day. This is Sophia's story, right? So, I'm glad you touched on that because I forgot a little bit about it. So thank you. So obviously sex every day. Um, That's not a little bit of love. No, but I'm sorry. Um, I think they had kids as well. All right. It's not easy. No, I'm not justifying his behaviour. Oh, okay. yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. so yeah. Um, yeah, where his wife comes in is that he just wants a little he just needs it. No, I'm saying he needs a bit a little bit of love. Um I'm not just saying justifying his behaviour, whether it be counterproductive in name calling, etc. I'm explaining it. Because there is no excuse for being whatless and not helping out around the house. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh-huh.
2: Just it really. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, the man with that fault, French. Any thoughts
1: on the man with that fault? Um not particularly I'll be honest I didn't I didn't take any notes that was I think it's worth mentioning
0: yeah so basically yeah the man without thought he'll always if any kind of it might not even be criticism it might just be like um, what's another what's the kind of positive way of saying criticism there's a positive way of describing it Um, what's the term that people use constructive constructive Constructive. sorry yeah Yeah, so it might just be constructive criticism but he'll always the man without fault always throw something back and he'll essentially just say like no like it's like this because of this and it's not my fault yeah yeah so yeah i've got nothing
2: else to really add on the man without fault to be honest okay
0: um, Pete, do you want to
2: take, take the helm? Yeah, I, you know, there was something else in the Man Without Fault. I know we discussed this. I'm not too sure if my opinions have changed. Or I know there's definitely guys who I've seen. Anyway, let me, let me start. Mm-hmm. Uh, Man Without Fault. We, men, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to say, I wrote by and large, but I'm not too sure that is the case. But by and large, don't think about um, progress, the step-by-step process in a relationship. Some men think... I think she'll be a good mother to my kids. Whereas with women, I'm sure there are several phases. But in order for men to move accordingly with these phases, we, our personal circumstances, need to be in order. That's why um, that's why it might feel like stepping on eggshells when discussing it. Because life is li- because because life is not in order for this to happen. So A, I like to avoid this question, or B, what are you talking about? Um I thought you were going to say something, sorry. Um, things such as, why are you stressing me? Or, um, isn't it um, the fact that I'm with you, commitment enough? I'm telling you... Sorry, I'm telling you... Sorry, where am I? Um, are these your own notes? Just from the book? No, from the book. I'll okay. oh, bet both anyway. Under what, The Man Without Thought? Um, yes. Okay, sorry. Okay. Uh, <laughs> da, 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 da. Yeah, I think that's about it, really. I think I'll go rambling on a bit more.
0: Hmm. So what are your thoughts on The Man Without Thought, P? Do you think, does this person exist? In, in Dr. Bethany Marshall's
1: world, he does... Have you met this type of person? Have you been this type of person in a relationship? I think there's elements. There's elements um, that they obviously this man exists, but not to the uh, not for point for point. So mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. When I think of the man, when I think of the man without
2: fault, I'm thinking of someone who might be a little bit entitled in that behavior than the person. Yeah. that yeah, that's mm-hmm. the only type of person I'm thinking about. Mm-hmm. Or someone who's well yeah, entitled, spoiled. Can't get his own way.
0: Or it just might be someone who's been really successful in their career or something and because of that, that kind of has, all, has gone to their head and created this... Yeah, exactly. They've, they've kind of got this, this. well, I'm such and such. Yeah. You have to obey what I say. Obviously, what I've done in my life is correct because look where I am and look where you yeah. are. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That kind of opinion.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Do you want to lead, P?
2: No, um, I haven't got anything else on the man No, do you want to lead? Oh, lead. Okay, cool. Um... The Invisible Man. No, um, obviously, I think what I was going to say we can discuss already. I do. Um Obviously, to be discussed. Obviously, the Invisible Man is constantly moving away from relationships rather than towards him. Mm. Um, so, the Invisible Man is emotionally constricted and frequently shuts down
0: in a cont- context of intimate relationships. So, this could just going back
1: to the book attached. This could be an avoidant, possibly. That's the one. That's what I was saying. I would, if there's any of them that I would kind of veer towards, it would be. The Invisible Man, to an extent. Mm-hmm. But, again, because it's such... It's in such a boxed-off manner, yeah. I can't totally agree with it, because there's certain things and aspects, as I may have mentioned earlier. Um, all right, no, so, for this part, he says... Do you want to actually go into The Invisible Man? Oh, yeah, yeah, i am just OK, so it says, The Invisible Man may exercise excessively, spend long hours on the computer or reading. Or overly involve himself funny. in business or sports activities, which sounds all sounds like me to be honest with you. <laughs> Excessive involvement in these activities may make him appear passionate, but they only are designed to avoid emotional entanglement. Which I think is bullshit. It's nothing to I'm I I this is again, I'm talking from a personal point of view, but I don't like to read and go to exercise and do sports activities to avoid emotional entanglement.
2: I think I don't know if this is the same chapter, um, but it might kind of, like, encompass, obviously, both of it. I remember reading something very, very similar in that um, Bethany goes on to say he knows all about who the top goal scorers are, for example. He knows yeah. all the trading, what's going on, but, like, can't, doesn't know X about me. Yeah. Um, and, if obviously, if that's the case, then that might be a little bit of a problem if... Cause that's clear. Sounds a little bit
1: aloof, if that makes sense. He, he, no, but it's just broke. like... It's, I guess you're not concentrating on what you should be concentrating on, which is fair enough. But um, I think these things, that the, the things that I just mentioned in terms of whether they're on the computer regularly for whatever reason or <coughs> reading or exercising excessively has got nothing to do with avoiding emotional entanglement. Mm-hmm. I don't agree with that at all. Um, the invisible man avoids recognition of what others think and therefore may dress or act in a fashion that is embarrassing. His good shirts are the ones with the clean stains. Um, uh, I think this again is another generalisation you may not care about what others think as it's only their own perspectives and why would this be a problem do you know what to
0: try and defend Dr. Bethany Marshall and her thought process here we've got to remember that what she's saying is this is for the perspective of a woman who's Maybe not looking for this type of guy, maybe there isn't maybe there isn't actually anything wrong with being this in inverted commas, invisible man, the guy who likes to be on the computer who's very business minded who might just um who's into his sports and stuff like that he might be fine, but maybe he's what she's saying is he's not fine if he wants to be in a relationship does that make sense Have I made sense by saying that? And what there's one other thing whilst I'm speaking there's one other thing as well there's a story in this book and I, can't, I think it's Jean's story or something like that where she's been married to this dude for two or three years but what Jean's found is that she's drifting apart from her husband what she's saying is that maybe they'll go for breakfast or whatever but when they're at breakfast he'll just have the the, the, the um the the, independ- the independent up whilst he reads over his coffee and stuff like that and, and she's like a penny for your thoughts he really has nothing to say but <laughs> if you <laughs> why did I get into this <laughs> but if you if any of you yeah, have spent an, a, a prolonged amount of time with a significant other say like six days in a row like non-stop after a while not to be rude or horrible you're going to run out of stuff to talk about
1: like That's honest you need to god, that space as exactly, as, as exactly what um, At, Haley was saying about yeah. having that space,
0: independent, like having your own kind yeah. of life. So uh, this doesn't give the context as to whether or not because maybe this invisible man doesn't have a social life. He comes home, and maybe Jean's relying on this invisible man to be her, her like friend, confidant, everything. That entertainment, exactly. And all of a sudden, because they're always in each other's pockets, actually, is nothing new, nothing refreshing, nothing new to talk about. Mm-hmm. He's going to pick up the independent, and then he maybe has nothing to say. Go go flipping Mar Bay for two weeks, come back, and maybe you'll both have something to say. <laughs> exactly, exactly.
1: Do you know what I'm saying? So no, that's that's the right?
0: that's the one criticism I would say about that. Maybe a bit more context would be required for the reader. And also, maybe Dr. Bethany Marshall needs to stop creating these kind of scenarios which are beneficial to her book and to her and and to her method of thought for the women who she's trying to help. you say
2: creating? I mean, she's saying these are real. So oh. but you're saying selective. But I
1: see, see Ah, good point. Maybe selective. But see the points, that some of the early points that she raised. Now, again, it's as a, as a common theme throughout the book. But then she goes on to say why this person's like that. And in this, in this regard for the Invisible Man, she mentions, when you inquire about this man's childhood, you may discover that he was raised by a volatile, intrusive, or demand, demanding mother. And when you meet his mother, you realise that you too would have tried to become invisible in order to cope with this overbearing woman you should just surgery to have his mother removed from his back. That's a bit strong. Is, it's I'm, funny. It's,
2: I was actually about to defend Defender then, that was a bit strong.
1: 12, it's when I
2: mean Defender, it's cool. I was thinking to myself... I just put wow. Like, when I did really, <laughs> literally just, just put wow. Yeah. Like, really, wow. Because more often than not, obviously, sometimes people's past does reflect their personality today. That was a bit strong in terms of um, removing the mother or removing himself from the mother and stuff like that. But, but I just but
1: think just the whole premise of this person's upbringing must have been this because now they're like that and it's just that simplified i think that's dangerous to simplify things yes yeah. because things life is complex
2: i got one or two more bits and pieces i yeah, think it is it's okay it. um tina's story um tina brought her husband Tina or tina 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 brought her husband to therapy because her oh. first marriage failed and wanted to ensure this one went well based on the story i don't understand Um, guys who don't voice or project how they feel it feels like years of suppression guys who marry or stay with a girl because they think it's the right thing to do my mother likes her the kids love her maybe it's because of my experiences but i don't understand how you can allow that type of life to start and then overcome you i think this is the yeah so this guy i think he i think yeah i think he he might he himself might be involved in a marriage beforehand as well and then his mother liked um his wife or his wife-to-be the kids did and then he felt why not get married I think that's crazy. I mean, I don't know I mean, what your thoughts are on that per se. It might be quite a simple closing shut case, really, but. Yeah, I wouldn't, I
1: wouldn't go by it myself like that, but. Each man for himself, I guess.
0: So you're saying he only married Tina because. Yeah, because of uh, yeah. his. his
2: cause the, the I mean, primarily, was... yeah. That makes no sense. Well, certainly, there were the points that were raised. I mean, because. But people kids... do that, you know? No, no people like people find themselves in situations where almost like the situation takes control of them it, it can happen mm. see but i mean again i think we're all different and as, as i said before me and you've had discussions about um, sometimes love doesn't necessarily take president in a relationship and raising i think you and us Os- you and us Os- yeah no but we yeah. discuss i know me and us had discussion, but obviously me and you've had that discussion as well and I don't know, I, maybe I'm just repeating myself, but I can not can never get myself into a marriage, which is a huge union and a huge commitment, if love isn't number one on that
1: list. But something, yeah, maybe it might be um, well, an agreement for whatever reason. You mm-hmm. know, you've got like power, power couples, inverted brackets mm-hmm. or whatever, um, where they may have been together for X amount of time and they're now a brand and rather than break that brand up, they they keep they keep it going because it's bigger than just them individually. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So maybe love isn't the first thing that's gonna be on the table anymore. Maybe that may have slid back a little bit, and now it's just a case of like right, we're gonna keep these four walls standing. By whatever it is, by a public appearances oh, so or that's... whatever it may be, just, just so they can maintain whether it's their lifestyle or that, that particular image.
2: So it's great because that kind of comes back to the question I mentioned earlier in regards to love, financial, and obviously sex as well. Mm. So I mean, obviously, I mean, if you if you would if you found yourself in that situation in regards to the brand, I mean, could you would you stay with the person? I mean it might be
1: you might have to be in a situation for you to then do that. I was that, gonna bro. say it's hard because I'm not I'm not in a couple or a brand, so it would be hard um to say, okay You know what I mean? the what else what else is gonna be uh, affected? I affected? Mean, Determine whether I stay on or I think that's but, wrong. But no, but ultimately I have to be happy. Yeah. That that'll be my ultimate <coughs> decision maker happy or not yeah, yeah
2: and yourself Mason I think you might have said
1: yeah I think
0: that's that's completely wrong if like I understand what you're saying and that you have to think or you might think about what could be affected what what, what kind of what um what other situation what, what other situa- or circumstances might arise if you were to separate or break away from that partner but I I'm with you in that first and foremost it's your happiness boy because mm. otherwise like you, yeah it just breaks down yeah exactly you could break down mm. in a situation you're in mm.
1: But
2: yeah yeah that's pretty much me on um, Invisible Man I think we discussed on yeah like sorry no, like that's another one I don't understand people who don't want to socialise with their partner's friends like at all I mean these are things that take place why don't you understand it? Well, I've, I've, I'm not gonna lie. I've, yeah. I've, I've I've been like that. Why don't you understand it, P? Sorry, let me. No, I'm not rephrasing it. Is make an effort to socialise. I mean, Okay. yeah. I think I think it's important that you that's make an different. effort. to... Yeah. That's okay. Different. So okay. So it is a little bit different. Yeah, you may different. not like him, but I think some. I think you need to make an effort to least want to be involved in some way shape or form and I, I don't even like to say pretend but there might be some cases where you... you're gonna have to pretend if you don't like
1: them yeah <laughs> seriously I've been I've, I've been with uh, a girl before and I think i made her mates with donuts. but you have to pretend to get along with them and be cordial isn't it just know I mean?
0: creams or Tesco's finest <laughs> <laughs> And jam, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's that's two different things, P. So you might, because I think one of them shows an effort towards your partner,
1: mm.
0: and one of them's just there's nothing there, like in common. Like I just, yeah. I don't want to hang out with him. What about the little boy that poses as a man? The little boy who poses. Oh, a I don't have, I
2: don't have that actually.
0: So the little boy poses as a man will not fully reciprocate or take complete responsibility for himself because he finds it easier to remain childlike and needed. Do you have any notes on this, French? No. No. What part is this?
1: Um, this is that?
2: chapter eight. Of the book.
1: Okay, no, I don't believe I do.
2: P? Um, so I've got something here so yeah. what should I do now so it might, be, it might have something to do with I'm not too sure it's got um, something to do with Julie's story well, I said Julie's story Julie's in a relationship from hell with a paranoid, angry, manipulative and possessive partner quotes from the passage do you think he can change alright or is this just in his DNA and I think I went on to write Charles liked, Charles liked to pick fights and Charles found it deeply satisfying to be angry and out of control in the passage Charles pulled over Pull, so pull the handbrake on the M-Way to have an argument. Like, what do you think you should be doing? To get out of relationship. You pull the handbrake on the motorway. Mm. That's a relationship you need to get yourself out of, mate.
1: I think, yeah, I tell the lie that I have found an, um, Don, in Don's story. I've highlighted some, something that's come up. Um, I'll give you a bit of background about Don. Mm-hmm. So Don was set up on a date by mutual friends at the last minute. His date cancelled with the Finn excuse that she needed to take care of her sick mother, Because Don knew that his reluctant dinner companion worked at a local restaurant, he decided to go there for dinner and prove that she was lying and was really working. At the same time, he rationalised to himself that he was a reliable guy who would never have mistreated another human being by cancelling at the last minute. And most certainly, he would never have lied. Now, further on... Um, his emotions fluctuated so wildly that he never considered that his date and this is referring back to the, the initial part of his dinner companion mm-hmm. his emotions fluctuated so wildly that he never considered that his date might have decided to work because she needed the money or that she might not have been able to get to somebody get somebody be able to get somebody to take over the shift but was too embarrassed embarrass to tell him um yeah, I mean, I first thought, why would she lie in the first place? But not to excuse his behaviour. But if these reasons were the case, her honesty would prevent his reaction. Furthermore, this may then cause another train of thought, that she is lying. She's lying, she's lying. Mm. I mean, like... It doesn't matter.
0: I was going to say something, I mean... What do you, what do you think, Pierre? I didn't think it was... No, it, if, it... if someone... I don't know, just rat just... <laughs> what? <laughs> if someone just out of the blue says, have a nice life or
2: great knowing you, mm. what's your thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> ta No, no, I guess you've got to keep it moving. It depends what happens, you know? Mm. Mm. What was someone you were quite fond of? I in Spain. Mm, maybe and it may, it may, maybe 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 things have developed since then <laughs> that I just ha- that, that I haven't discussed yet. <laughs> maybe things have
1: developed.
2: That, maybe things have developed. You know, things oh, have changed.
0: No.
2: Maybe we've had conversations in Iceland, then. but Spain sounds like no. Nice. Maybe 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 we've had conversations <laughs> since then. Yeah. Maybe we're on good yeah, terms yes, now. I'm now. I'm now. Yeah, I know. I thought I'd add my two pence it. Yeah. <laughs> I, can't, I can't allow the things to be left saying, out there. I wasn't saying it was you, but I know.
0: Wanna, I mean, please, if you want to play them part of this person I'm describing <laughs> please go ahead oh man
2: um, what else was was there in the book to cover I can't really recall
0: um, there's, so like, cause,
2: yeah. there's a couple of things I don't know if it's yeah. really saying that things I can close on Get off the merry-go-round draw a line in the sand alright um, so loss can be negotiated and reputations can be repaired but life can never be relived so make sure you are living it with the right person where's that from um, I don't know so getting off the merry-go-round so it might be something within a and within, within a chapter I'm not too sure and then I, I added and that's why it's important to push boundaries as to the relationship whether it's something like conversation going on holiday together or moving in with each other in that way you get to kind of explore obviously who the person is and I don't know if making a deal has anyone got anything on that? No I think the rest of the book I didn't really make notes and I just
0: read it as like almost oh. with, yeah without my kind of um Without my fully booked hat on, if that makes sense, where okay, I'm kind of like picking the book apart and really trying to think of questions to ask both of you guys and obviously the, the
1: listeners. I've got one question um, from that same section. So Which one is that? Um, oh, the, the one you just mentioned. Okay. When he and he, when he and only he is the prize, you will feel jealous, anxious, insecure, and unable to negotiate for your needs. In your unending attempt to make him happy, you will feel reluctant to bring up insecurities for problems for fear of being discarded. Or you will barrage him with your concerns, but feel unable to break away if the situation does not resolve. If, on the other hand, you are the prize, you will be able to call him without fear of being retaliated against or abandoned because you are confident in your value. You will ask for what you need because you will feel like a worthwhile investment. You understand that the moment you ask him to appropriately um, accommodate your needs in the, your needs is the moment that you discover whether he truly loves you. And because your esteem comes from within, not from him, you are willing to take the risk. You understand that you are a loved individual, and this fact will not change, even if he does choose to leave the relationship. Um, I think the question, yeah in refer- in reference in reference to being a prize if both perceive themselves to be the prize where does the compromise come into play
2: i think if you want a successful relationship there's got to be some there's got to be some form of compromise mm. so there's things you're going to differ on whether it's per- not personality traits but i think there's things that are going you're going to need to compromise or
1: certainly have discussion on but well, if you if you're as, as it mentions, you're the prize winner, like, mm-hmm. and you're both the prize, like, say mm-hmm. you're top model, she's a top model, mm-hmm. like, where's the compromise gonna right. come from, Tell so me this,
0: if, if you're a prize... That's just the
1: most basic That's fine, I, I fully get what I'm saying. Yeah.
0: If you're a prize, forget, just say you by yourself are a prize, mm-hmm. then you feel like you almost should be chased, sought after, mm. like, you're someone's... Um, you are someone's reward, so they need to come and get you, right? Mm. So if you both feel like that, mm. then I think it should be a chase for both of you, if that makes sense. Mm. So it should be like, say, for instance, say, for instance, I think, how can I put it? I might book you the best, it doesn't matter about cost, but I might book you the most romantic or best restaurant or take the most romantic hilltop in the whole of south the South of England. And that, and that, and that should show, okay... You you think of me as the highest of the highest because you're willing to put out all the stops. You should then, I think, expect not expect, but you, yeah, you would kind of expect that to be reciprocated. Mm. Next date, maybe you take me somewhere, and because I'm a prize and you're a, because I'm also a prize, you would you it would be enough for the best for yeah, me. Yeah, Does that you make can't, sense? That was the standard. Exactly. So if you're both thinking you're prize, I think there still has to be effort on both parts. Mm-hmm. But the way you made that effort is to go above and beyond. If that makes sense, not those not your average. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, one of the things I would say I want to talk about is um, on cha- in chapter 14 which I think is the last chapter It's, it's um, the name of the chapter is Shopping List for a Healthy Man and within, within that there's some interesting things that are put in here so there's, I'm going to just read a, um, a paragraph from the book soon after meeting him you should discover that he has appropriately achieved in at least one area of his life for instance if he went to college he now has a good job or a decent car. If he inherited his parents' business... So different, this is a different kind of class from where I'm from. If he inherited his parents' business, he has learned how to successfully manage it. Or if he's a member of a baseball team, he has learned to become a team player. His efforts continue to generate new opportunities, new skills, new challenges, or new possessions. Thus, he is pro- progressing and not degenerating. These kind of tips that Dr. Best B. Marshall is throwing out. <laughs> I you. Said, what year was this book, bro? <laughs> 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 That's
2: what I don't know. I was going to say this when um, when Hayley, Hayley was here. So, let me get a look at that.
0: What year was this book, bro? It's if these are the tips, Doctor Bethany Marsh, no wonder she has got so many patients. Because she's almost, she's, she's making some, them ill, boy. She, she's throwing people out there into the world with this is their Bible, and they're coming back like, <laughs> <laughs> she's not answering my
1: questions. <laughs> <laughs>
0: he broke my number. <clears throat> Do
1: you know what though? Like towards the end of this book, um, she does. She actually, actually, I don't know if I should leave this to review. But she does actually... Say some good things. Yeah, give out some good advice. Yeah. Like, um, for one being, every solution begins with a dialogue. Talk to him about your needs and feelings and encourage him to express himself to you. Another one being, the problem may be clear to you, but not to him. Be flexible and take into account his personality and his differences. Keep in mind his personality type and use, uh, use it as a guide. Another one is do not grind, do not obsess, do not repeat the same thing over and over again. If he tells you that he has heard you, trust him. Fixating on the explanations will alienate him and cause him to withdraw. Which I thought, okay, that's actually reasonable. Why does she leave this right end of the book? And literally. I know. Literally, I think there's another all one the one gems well. yeah. are at the very the end stem. of the book.
0: It's not even that they're gems, it's just re- a reasonable way of thinking that actually you as a woman might not always be right or your method of thinking or your way of thinking or even or even the advice she's given because she could easily have slotted that into earlier chapters
1: bro I mean well, where it was yeah, suitable I've, I've, yeah I say it bit, cause I've written down I've written like my my book for you but yeah it's literally something that I mentioned man mhm
2: I think maybe just touching on some of those things that um French um French just read, um in making a deal. I'm not too sure that's the same chapter. A relationship is like a garden; it either grows or it withers, and if it is not tended to, it doesn't thrive. Once it withers past a certain point, no amount of water or sunshine can revive it. Glad you're um, <laughs> you a glass half full kind of
0: guy.
1: You gotta be.
0: That was a joke. Yeah, know. <laughs> All right,
1: should, we, um, um, should we wrap up? Yeah, let's yeah. wrap it up.
0: Because, <coughs> um, yeah. And we'll do, we'll do the book review next time.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah? So, guys, thank you for joining us. Fully booked. That's full underscore E underscore booked. Um, you've listened to season six. Look out for the book reviews. Season six is Deal Breakers by Dr. Bethany Marshall. And you you were joined for part of season six by Haley Quinn, who is a relationship expert. And we recommend checking her out. She's done a lot of um, good things. Mace.
1: <laughs> yeah. Mace done. Andrew. What's your